podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. And bonjour now. We're not in Rome, but we'll go with the Italian anyway as an entry. Um, late tea time pullers around the world. Very good to have you with us um, as we head into um, sort of prepare for Sunday in what has been a rather incredible Ryder Cup so far, DT, hasn't it? The Europeans out of the traps quickly and haven't really um, um, slowed down yet, have they? There's been a tremendous performance from Luke Donald's men. Yeah, they got out fast um, on day one, had that big lead, five-point lead on day one, which is massive, and then kept it um, today. I think the Americans needed to make some ground today to have any chance, really, and now you've got your, what, ten and a half, five and a half, one to 20 yeah. to finish the job off and win it back. They need four points out of 12. Um, so, yeah, well, so many, it's been quite a day, wasn't it? Did you, yeah. Have you seen the, the viral stuff of Rory McIlroy going? Yeah, the, against Bones. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good job uh, Rory McIlroy's not a Liverpool fan. Yeah. They'd be furious tonight, wouldn't he? Well, it seemed to me that he was he was accusing Bones of getting in the way of his preparation for his putting on the on the final yeah. green or something, and he. Um, I mean, amidst, yeah. amidst all the shenanigans with all the crowd and all the team around the greens, it must be quite hard to keep. Uh, um, etiquette exactly spot on, but I think clearly Rory had won every match until then. He's played all four games sort of under pressure. This was late in the day, it'd been a long two days for him. He's thought he's winning four out of four, and that match has just turned around mm. uh, through Cantley. So, stuff that was probably annoying anyway to some extent, this becomes magnified. Um, Me- you never know either, DT, because we've seen some days. I mean, if, if, I, I always guard against getting too far ahead of myself in terms of actually celebrating a win before it's happened. And we've seen sporting events where I've been in press boxes and things where everybody's talking as if it's all over and you scroll on 24 hours and it's a completely different story. Obviously, the Europeans are in complete control pretty much um, and taking that to ten and a half, five and a half lead, five shot lead, or five match lead going into the uh, into Sunday singles, but if um, if the US can get out of the traps quickly, paint the um, top end of the scoreboard red, it might just start um, getting some pressure on the European team. Thinking, oh blimey, we're letting this slip now. Basically, the US have to kind of almost win the first five matches, don't they? Yeah, they need to make it close. Obviously, that, that's where the tactics come in, and and that's how. Um... Luke Donald sort of framed his lineup. He's he wants to sort of quell an American onslaught early on. So you know what we've got, don't you? We've got my mate to play. Yeah, I saw that. I thought of you. Yeah. So we've got Ram against Scheffler um, in the top game, and then you've got Hovland Morikawa second up. Yeah, my um, mates, so. my mates together second out. And uh, I do apologise, Colin. I know you watch this, and I look straight down the lens at you. Um, you are my mates. I support you every other week. Victor, come on, lad. Yeah, uh, I personally think uh, Victor will win that one. Uh, I think he's... Um, Colin's not quite there, is he? He's only been on it, no. Um, uh, he's um, he's won... Uh, what has he got? Half a point? He's got a point. But yeah, he's been pretty... Um, he got a point, one point from three matches, Colin Morikawa. Uh, 
Shall I take mm. you through through the yeah. singles? Um, I've got them here. The uh, um, 11.35 a.m. start, Italian time, I think this is, isn't it, local time? No, that's uh, it's 11.35 local time, so in the UK yeah, it's 10.35, yeah. Which is what I said, Italian time. Um, John Rahm versus Scotty Scheffler gets his underway. Victor Arvind against Colin Morikawa, second match out. Third match is Justin Rose against Patrick Cantlay. Um, Rory McIlroy against Sam Burns. Matt Fitzpatrick taking on Max Homer. Tyrrell Hatton against uh, Brian Harmon. You've got Ludwig Eberg against Brooks Kepka. Sepp Stracker against Justin Thomas. Nikolai Hoygaard against uh, Zander Schaffelet. Shane Lowry against Jordan Spieth. Tommy Fleetwood against Ricky Fowler. And then the final match, um, which the Europeans will be hoping doesn't actually matter, um, Robert McIntyre taking on Wyndham Clark. So both captains, as you said, have pretty much stacked the, uh, the first four, really, with the experience or with the form players, haven't they? Yeah, and then you've, you've sort of got to try and then you can't just completely top load it and leave nothing. So maybe... I, I thought looking at it, DT, that I thought that um, the Europeans have got... Um, obviously, they've gone out big with John Rahm. Yeah. Victor Hovland's in, in incredible form, being probably the form player of the lot. Justin Rose, vast experience. Rory McIlroy, Europeans, number one, really. Um, but then you've got like a, I think quite a nice mix. Tommy Fleetwood coming up later, Shane Lowry experience coming up later. Probably a, maybe a slightly better mix than the US. I don't know. Yeah, you can look at how you want. I mean, if you look at the sort of middle of Europe's um, team in terms of experience, you've got Aberg, Stracker, and the Hoygaard all in a row um, up against kind of experienced, very experienced Americans in Kepka, Thomas, and yeah, Shoffley. Although they're <laughs> pretty poor those three so and then it's it's like Tommy Fleet was like an insurance policy maybe down the bottom just in case you know somehow we yeah. still need a point I mean the, the problem with backing these games individually is they might be a load of dead rubbers they might be the bottom <clears throat> excuse me four or five matches out on the course and the game's won and then you know what's your <clears throat> what's your motivation for that then yeah I, I sometimes think you know you, you know you were talking about the uh, the winning pot or whatever the the winning points yes. coming from a certain player at, a, at some time. Well, I, I tipped Hatton on on here, didn't yeah. I? Um, what eighteens or something like that? Yeah, so he's actually in a decent position there. He's he's Could what be. one, two, three? Is he sixth out? I think. Yeah. Not so the worst place to it be. It could be Tyrrell's job, couldn't it, to yeah, finish it be. off? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm hoping in a way. I mean, obviously, European. I want Europeans to win. But in a way, I've been a bit disappointed. It's been amazing. Um, you know, it's been very one-sided and the Europeans have been um, very dominant so far. But I, I do hope there is a little bit of a rally from the uh, the Americans on the final day just to make it a little bit interesting and have a look. Because the best sport has the jeopardy, has the drama, yeah. has the... Um, has, has the um, cliffhanger ending and this one could potentially be over very early couldn't it tomorrow if the Europeans have their way yeah I think you just if you want to um, see some sort of contest you, you want a lot of early red on the board just to sort of yeah. make Europe think a little bit and think oh yeah hang on suddenly you know you've, you've still got to find these four points from somewhere mm. um, and then I mean I tip 16-12 yes uh, so that's one of the favourite one of the favourite prices now seven to one scrolling across the bottom of the screen there it's uh, yeah so it's kind of a it's a sort of nice place to be in but so on the other side of it I don't want Europe just to sort of come out and win the first five matches either so yeah I sort of want it quite balanced really 
get them to win the first uh, um, four and a half, and then um, they can just walk off and Move give them yeah. uh, and win the um, Jacqueline um, Nicholas uh, Trophy altogether, couldn't they? By being very um, very generous mm-hmm. with the rest of the points. This is late tea time, the golf betting podcast. One thing I just wanted to mention: we were talking about Patrick Cantlay earlier, most boring man in the world, um, but the um, he. Um, is refusing to, to apparently wear the uh, the US cap, and you, did you see when he held the putt on the final green? Yeah, it was all day, wasn't it? With was the hats, but they were all wa- they were all waving their hats in the air, weren't they? Yeah, they're, they're, all, all, they're all it's all filtered through to the crowd about him wanting money to be playing in it. Um, so the hat thing, and then they interviewed him, and he's all he said was that it didn't fit. But then there's pictures emerged of him playing in other tournaments, team tournaments where he hasn't got a hat on. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, he's got quite big ears on him, hasn't he? I don't know what, whether um, the, the kind of generic design meant to fit everybody doesn't fit his head. I don't know. Right, well, if you're watching, Patrick, you've been called boring. You've got big ears. What else is wrong with you? <laughs> but uh, um, I mean, he's well, he fair, played some amazing golf to win that bottom match, didn't he? Well, I, I, I said to you, I think he's powered by AI because he seems to have no nerves when it comes to those putts, yeah. does he? Yeah, he was superb. Credit to him there because just some time, I mean, if they'd lost that match, you know, 11 5 is dead. It's just that feeling of momentum. And clearly, Europe, you know, McElroy's not walked off the course thinking, yeah, he's walked off all riled and, yeah. and a bit sort of, Ugh. so. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it, a, just, it was a proper standoff that McElroy against Bones thing. It was, you know, he was yeah. apparently Shane Larry had to pull him away and put him in the yeah. cab. Yeah. <laughs> He's not worth it. <laughs> Leave Saturday, him alone. Yeah. Finish Saturday, him off tomorrow. Saturday <laughs> night in Rome, mate. It's disgraceful. <laughs> all sorts. You get all sorts. Um, anyway, uh, we are here um, to obviously talk Ryder Cup, and it's been thoroughly enjoyable. I mean, we haven't seen enough of it today because we were both working on football together, weren't we? So, and we're well, we saw, all the mor- saw all the morning session, yeah, yeah. and then I've, I've sort of been catching yeah. up on it tonight a little bit. But it's uh, been, uh, and the course is great. There's some really good holes on that course, and that drivable par four and the uh, the seventeenth, the par threes, uh, a good. Good hole yeah, as well. It's a, so. it's a great, it's a really good match play course, isn't it? Which you can get these swings of momentum and momentum and holes that seem to be going one way and then someone will come up with something. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it as a Ryder Cup course. So, anyway, let's get on to uh, your picks because uh, we've got these 12 singles matches. Um, we've talked about the outrights. We're still back in Europe. Our money on Europe is looking fairly safe, it, um, barring a, a dramatic US comeback. Um, but in terms of the, the the singles matches on Sunday, DT, which ones um, stand out for you? Which ones are you looking at to maybe stick in an acker or, or put a bet yeah. on? Yeah. So um, the, the top game then, which is uh, 10.35 UK time, 11.35 local time. Um, it's a humdinger. It's Ram against Scheffler. But if, if you look at some of the stats, Data Golf have, have managed to compile some stats, which is quite impressive. Um on who's done well and Rams just a mile clear and Scheffler's sort of near the bottom. Yeah. So even though on paper it looks like this could go either way on this course and how they're playing this week, um, you've got to think Ram. Plus Ram was rested, wasn't he? He didn't play in the afternoon. Well, he um, he was rested. Scott Scheffler seemed to be dropped. Yeah, Scheffler's it's been out of sorts, hasn't he? It's not been his week and. He, the, the times when Scheffler's long game has looked as good as it 
um, normally is, but his putting just still doesn't convince at all. So well, they got battered nine and seven, and apparently yeah. when, he, when he when he walked off, he was basically shell shocked, and and the captain yeah. looked at him and said, "Yeah, yeah, let's let's leave well, you out this afternoon." Yeah, the camera sort of closed in on him, sort of in tears, and yeah. I think him and Kepka were like eight, eight. Kepka were eight over or something for there. But that's the record win, you know, in that. In, yeah, in the, in the Roger Cup, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, it was sort of. It wasn't like year at were holding everything or chipping in. It was just like incompetence from. Yeah, well, it's a combination of both. Europe, Victor played well. Played well, but without you know, not yeah, well enough yeah. to be winning nine and seven. Don't, don't you diminish play. Victor's achievements? Well, they had to play useless for <laughs> to get that sort of scoreline. Yeah. So yeah, Ram for me because the betting doesn't particularly show that Ram is a you know is playing the better this week or a lot better. So uh, Ram to win, to win that one. Yeah. And as I said, that <coughs> excuse me, I prefer matches that are genuinely there's something on them rather than these ones that could be dead rubbers, although I will come on to one down there. Your boy Hovland against your boy Morikawa. Yeah. Um, probably Hovland, but it's not one I particularly want to play. Um, I, I think Victor wins that every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, I, he's he's the one I, I would go for, Hovland, definitely. Uh, the, not, the advantage as well with these early ones is that the Europeans will be noisy in the crowd, um, if if there is a US comeback and the, the top end of the leaderboard turns red, um, I mean they're, they're going to be behind in their matches, but they're going to avoid any any real nerves, aren't they? Because they're they're early out. It's going to be the later ones that suffer the the repercussions of a bad start. Yeah, because then it'll be completely on the lines. Uh, yeah. So Luke Donald won't want that. Um, just going through them again. I think Cantlay. I think Rose has done really well this week, but I think yes, Cantlay. Cantley has been exceptional, so I'd probably just give Cantley the nod there. Um, Rory against Sam Burns. You'd think Rory, but the price says Rory. And I just, I don't know, this will be his fifth match. I said to you in the car earlier, um, I think the best bet on the final day is to back against Rory. I, I seem to think with him, I mean, he's an incredibly fit bloke, isn't he? Incredibly driven. He loves this Ryder Cup, but... I, I get the impression he, he uses so, so much energy in yeah, those first yeah. two days. And, I wonder how much know, he's got left in the tank. Yeah, there's, you can certainly play that argument with him. It, it could be that it's actually breathed fresh sort of adrenaline and fire into him and they're like, mm. I'll show them tomorrow. But it could go the other way. And because there's two scenarios, I kind of want to avoid that much. It's a pity he's not playing Justin Thomas, isn't it? Because it's his caddy that would yeah. be on the back. But yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, I'll leave that one alone. Although I would pick Rory if, if pressed. But I do think in the next one, I do, I do think Max Homer is a decent bet to beat Matt Fitzpatrick. He's played Homer's, well, hasn't he, Homer? Yeah, he's been their best player. I mean, I backed him for top American, which is good. He's he's got two and a half points. He's uh, played all. He's, he has played all four matches, which is a slight concern, but he's a pretty chilled guy, isn't he? You don't see him um, with a load of histrionics going mad. So, no. um, And he did play really well today at times. So, I quite like uh, him. He's, he's, yeah, he's quite relaxed. He's quite smiley when he wants to be. Yeah, so I think he's right. I mean, he was really great in the President's Cup. I think he just likes these team events. He's a good guy to have on your team. Uh, Fitzpatrick... He did win his first Ryder Cup alongside Rory, but he didn't contribute an awful lot in that afternoon loss against Cantley um, and Clark. So I think Homer can complete his excellent personal week 
yeah. uh, by winning that one. So if you want to add add him in there, are you am I adding these? Do you, are you okay to do that? Yeah. Can you do it? Because I can't do it on my screen here. Oh. Well, I'll, okay. I know one set of prices. So I'll go okay. with that. Um, Hatton Harmon. I think that'll be close. I think Harmon was poor on day one, but really good on day two. He won both. Hatton's been sort of good without being amazing. I think he's played the odd, not great shot. Um, so not a game I want to get involved with. Could go either way. He's been a bit up and down, hasn't he? Hatton? Yeah, he has, a, yeah. A few highs and a few lows. But the, yeah. the the thing is, with match play, you can get away with a few lows because you only lose one hole, don't you? Yeah, but just at times he's he's not quite hold the putt that you needed mm. to. And Harmon's a, a pretty sort of sticky character. He can just weigh you down a little bit. Um, so I'll leave that one. Aberg Kapka's interesting because if Kapka plays like he did in that nine and seven loss to Aberg and and uh, Hovland, then you'd pick the young Swede. But I think Aberg, although he's done sort of well, as at times where he's looked a bit like this is his first. He does seem to be enjoying yeah. it though. He's definitely enjoying it, but I don't think he's. You wouldn't say he's taken the event by storm or anything like no. that. I, I think he's he's enjoyed being with Hovland. They, he did lose in company with Hovland in the afternoon. Yeah, I'll um, tell you what, Dave, if, you, if you'd if you said um, at the start of this that Aberg would be playing Kepka on the final day and they'd both be 10 to 11, you'd know yeah. the Europeans were having a good, a good time of it, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, with Kepka, it's almost like Kepka, you, you almost feel sometimes... It, He's probably looking forward to the singles where he can just be himself rather than relying on a partner. Well, he's so the, focused, isn't he? That's the stereotypical view on the Americans, isn't it? That they yeah. are selfish yeah, individuals who like the singles better yeah. than the, the pair of things. So again, uh, it could go either way. I, I think Kepka might just have the, the, the guile to get it done, but not one I want to get involved with. A Straker versus Thomas. Um, Straker has been a bit sort of one of the lower key members. Thomas is an is a interesting one because it, there's at times where he's looked like he's playing well and the fire's burning within him and he looks like, yeah, this is what they need. But he's got half a point from three games. Yeah. He's, so been, not... he's been carrying his mate there to a little bit. I think. Yeah, um, so I don't think Jordan's played very well. No, so, the, so there's that. But if you look at some of the, the data golf numbers, Thomas is, is quite mm. poor, to be honest. He's down there. So... It might be a half that one. I wouldn't. It's not one I want to bet on because Thomas. I don't know. So there is evidence that he's played well. There's evidence that he hasn't played well. Uh, Hoygaard. The, the thing with that. Sorry, the thing with that striker Thomas. It, it wouldn't surprise me at all if Stracker won by four shots. It wouldn't surprise me if Thomas won by four. Yeah, someone could just get on because neither's been in great yeah. form. If someone finds the game, they could run away with that. Hoygaard versus Shoffle. Again, it's a it's a bit. Two of the sort of lower key members of the of the tournament, uh, Shoffley's, um lost all three matches. Hoygaard's won half a point, so they, they've not really registered much. Um, it might be that Hoygaard, you know, we're getting to the stage now where it might be done and Hoygaard can kind of freewheel it a little bit and win. Mm. Um, but it's not going in the Acker. Neither is Lowry Spieth because I don't think Lowry's been that brilliant either. No, um, I mean he's he's been good at stopping Macaulay getting into a fight. I suppose that's been good, and he's been um, good at um, waving his arms around and rallying in the crowds. Around, that, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't win you golf holes. 
No, he's played two matches, one, one, lost one. So it's sort of, you know, I don't know. And Spieth, who knows with Spieth, he may, hmm. he may sort of chip in twice or hold a couple of 30 footers. Well, he's, well, I've watched quite a bit of Spieth and he, he's, um, short game's amazing, isn't it? You know, yeah. when you put him just off the edge of the green somewhere, he's amazing. But the fact that he's been off the edge of the green so often shows that he's not necessarily driving very well and, and hitting the greens. No, he's, he's been sort of like a bit of an exaggerated version of himself. He's, you know, it's, it's all a bit chaotic, but somehow he, he'll find some magic. But yeah, I don't really trust the way he's playing. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. But I, but I do think um, you've got to be back in Fleetwood to beat yeah. Fowler. Um, I'm surprised Fleetwood's five to six. I've seen with Betfair. I don't know why that it's so close. Um, I mean, he's he's won two out of three matches. Fowler's played once and lost. And then there's the reports that he's been ill all week. Yeah. So he's only played once. So clearly either he is ill or Zach Johnson just doesn't trust it or, you know, knows he's not playing very well. So he's sort of hidden him away down the bottom end. Um, but I think Fleetwood all day long there. And Fowler, well, didn't, Fowler didn't play very well in the one he did play, did he? No, exactly. So I think it's a golden chance for Fleetwood. And, and this one, you, you sort of touched on earlier that someone could, you know, win by a bit. If you if you go to Betfair, they've they've got a bet where you can back players to be four up at any point. Right. Okay. I, think, I think Fleetwood could be four up at some point. Mm. It's seven to two that Fleetwood um is four up on foul at some point. I could see that happening quite easily. Um but but if you go for that and then final game um which might just be you know sort of ceremonial people just sort of waving and Teams driving along on carts, cheering him on for just to uh, just to wish him well. I mean, it, it, it does affect the, the correct scoreline. So mm. in McIntyre versus Wyndham Clark, but I think McIntyre's rather rather being carried by Justin Rose, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, and Clark, although he, he got a bit gobby, didn't he, in the build-up, saying he's better than McIlroy and all this. Um, but I, I do Did think he Clark, really say that. Yeah, he was, sorry, he was saying something one day. I mean, he's, you know, you try and big yourself up to, and it, it just came out sort of, it was easy to take it the wrong way, like he's well, ideas above his station. I mean, he is the US Open champion, let's not forget. But. I've seen him play the 18th twice this week, and uh, he's yeah. bombed it down the middle and then absolutely made a complete mess of it from there on. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I don't think he, I think he's... Not sort of done himself much favour, any favours by coming out with stuff like that. But I think he's got a good chance to beat McIntyre. So I think Clark might win that bottom one. But it's, I think yeah, it'd yeah. be interesting for correct scorelines. I mean, it might well be that by that stage it's sixteen and eleven, sixteen and eleven, and you're absolutely cheering Clark on to, yeah, uh, to, to win to make it sixteen twelve if you back such a scoreline. But but that um, and if you if you're Robert McIntyre's dad and you've got sixteen twelve, <laughs> you missed the putt. <laughs> yeah. So so that treble of John Rahm in the top match, yeah, um, to beat Scotty Schuttler, and then Max Homer uh, to beat Matt Fitzpatrick, yeah, and then Tommy Fleetwood to beat Ricky Fowler. It pays six to one. That's that's the treble that I, I most like the look of. I like that. And yeah. Yeah, you could. I mean, you could add. People might want to 
add some more and you'd probably add Hovland to that as well, mm. which would get it, uh, you know, into double figures. And I do like that single bet on uh, Fleetwood to be four up at some stage against uh, Ricky Fowler because I, I just think Fleetwood could absolutely run away with that one. Yeah, I think uh, there's some good picks in there. So, it's I mean, some interesting matches there, which could go either way. And it, a lot of it is about momentum, isn't it, on these things? If uh, if the players out on the course suddenly see a lot of red up there and you're American, that buoys you and you suddenly start playing better because you start to believe and, and yeah. vice versa. So, uh, uh, so I, don't, I don't think it's completely over yet, you know? No, I know. So you, can go through, you can go through those matches and, and sort of think I'll be quite positive if in doubt i'll go to the americans mm. you, you can find quite a lot of american points mm. i just think it's they they won't win all those 50 50s no there's, there's too many so yeah guys and, and out the, of form. the europeans have got themselves to a stage where you only need a couple to fall across the line and you're there almost don't you yeah so 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 those bets if you if you check on the betfair sports book they've got it might be with other people as well there's a lot of these things to be three up at any point, to be four up at any point. So the one with Fleetwood, it's to, so to be four up at any point against Fowler, seven to two. Uh, so actually, if you click on more, can you back? You can get you can actually get uh, five up at any point, six up. If you, could you get nine up? <laughs> for the nine most, and seven win. No, you, you, the most you can get is six up. So well, just looking at it. It's say Fowler's just completely not right and and he's, he's just falling apart you can back Tommy Fleetwood to be six up at 40 to one just worth a mention that oh mm. that might be worth a, a couple of pennies yeah five up 15 to two but yeah you can go to six up mm. given the fact we've seen a nine and seven this week you know there might be some sort of crazy score line and I just think that could be the one yeah that's yeah, that's worth knowing, isn't it? So anybody out there that fancies that, that's betfair, yeah. is it? Yeah, if you yeah, if you look at those matches and, and fa- really fancy a thrashing of some sort, yeah, um, or just someone to totally dominate, uh, you know, they don't even have to win by that scoreline, but just to be ahead by that amount, they could end up losing. Yeah, well, they could do. Yeah, yeah. they could be six up after six and lose. But <laughs> um, yeah, it's just worth a, a look at some of those prices. And now we've put it into your head, late tea time podders. You'll be kicking yourself if you don't take a, take it. If you fancy Hovland to smash Morikawa, um, then um, that might be a routine. And uh, yeah, that, that's going to be interesting. And it's I, I like it tomorrow because I'm on football again tomorrow afternoon, but it starts early enough for me to get a good flavour of it before I set off tomorrow. So we'll be, we'll be yeah. watching that. So those matches, so UK time, they start at 10.35, so... Um, you don't have to set your alarm for six again or whatever it was. Yeah. Or get the next door neighbours to have a fight. Well, you can you can as well back uh, the correct scoreline in the singles. So if you think the singles, and I quite like this actually, I do like this. If you think the singles will be tied, six points each, you can back that six to one. Is that, all right, is that the same price uh, than if you added just six to each of their current scores? Because sometimes... Yeah. in Sometimes in betting, you can find a little bit of a a differential, can't you? Yeah, I think I did check that and I did see that it's similar. So, yeah, so that would be, what would that be? Uh, Well, six six all would take the score to... Sixteen and a half. Sixteen and a half. Nine and a half. Eleven and a half. Yeah, that's right, yeah. 
Yeah, so there's there's plenty of those. So, or you could just back if you just think the Americans will win the singles, um, you can back that. I think thirteen to ten, something like that. If you see, it ends up being six and a half, a sixteen and a half, eleven and a half, you'll be half a point out, DT. Well, I think I did go either side, so yeah. um, I should check that. That, that Matt time. Fitzpatrick missed put on the 18th today, and you could look back at all of those things, oh, couldn't you, just yeah. to kick them. There'll be 20 uh, of those, won't there, we could say. Yeah. Only, only that. <laughs> if only yeah. that, yeah. Yes. But anyway, so uh, there you go, late tea time pullers. We are all ready for uh, Sunday of the Ryder Cup. And, uh, well, come on, the Americans. But uh, actually... I do actually mean this. Come on, the yeah, come on, the Americans. You are a contest, don't you? Yeah, that, the sports the best when it's actually um, exciting. And yes. If the Euro- Europeans just romp away with the first six matches tomorrow, it's not exciting, is it? So uh, it'll be amazing, and it'll be great yeah. for the European team, but uh, it won't yeah, be no, quite really. as dramatic. Yeah, need a little bit of fight in the Yanks. Yeah, we shall, we shall see. Yeah. Anyway, DT, thank you very much for your uh, your tips today. Um, and we're going Ram, Homer, and Fleetwood as a treble then in their respective singles matches tomorrow. And don't forget those Betfair markets. So before up five up six up whatever you want um, up um, in terms of the uh, singles matches tomorrow. But particularly like Fleetwood against a uh, an ailing Ricky Fowler. And to be four up at one stage is going to be seven to two. Six up, 40 to one. So uh, take your page of money, you take your choice, whatever you fancy there. Um, and good luck with all of your bets. Of course, gamble responsibly out there, everybody. Um, enjoy the final day of the Ryder Cup. It only comes around every now and again, doesn't it? So enjoy it. And uh, we will see you again. Um, what day will it be next week? Do we know? We're not sure because we've been dabbling between Wednesday and Friday night. So we'll see. But we will be back at some stage and we'll see you again um, ahead of uh, the next golf post Ryder Cup. But uh, enjoy Ryder Cup. This has been a sports broadcast media production. Um, I've been James Eastman DT and we'll see you again next time. Cheers all. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information. Podcast Network.